Hello, welcome back to Sidetracked. On this episode, I'm talking to musician Ben Kessler, and this was a super interesting conversation. It it took a detour, um, but we talked about Ben's upcoming EP, weird writing sessions, understanding musical context, and our relationship with social media. I had so much fun um, having this conversation with Ben and yeah i think you'll really like it you're just really hanging out with us and yeah more episodes to come this month i have a really fun guest list i know i keep saying that but like y'all are not ready y'all are not ready um but yeah i'm so excited to hear um ben's ep and his new single is so good love you now love you later i just think it's wonderful and yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode bye talk to you later and then we'll get started um <laughs> had that in my hand for like too long and like i forgot it hey, that's there. absurd yeah you are incredibly <laughs> sidetracked um so how are you i'm good i'm exhausted to be honest but i'm good i'm great i'm alive and well yeah living the dream um obviously i know who you are but for people who don't know who you are, who are you? Oh my god. In the um, length of a tweet. I am a cyborg testing out Earth. Mm, and you decided to be a songwriter? I know. I'm an artist from outside of Philly. And I make songs about myself and mostly myself. <laughs> really? Honestly, yeah. Come to think of it, a lot of most I mean, write what you know, right? Yeah, I mean I I talk about this with my teacher because he's like, you know, you don't have to be like, you don't have to tell the truth. That's true. And I'm I like, definitely the truth is sometimes. so interesting right now, though. That's a great thought. That is you a know? great point. Like, the I think truth there's plenty. Will, will not be interesting once we hit 30, probably. I hope it, I hope it is a little bit. I do bit. too. I do too. But like, why not write about life? Like life now. Yeah. yeah. I'm about it. Yeah. I'm all about it. Um, yeah. That's all I can do. That's all. That's my only skill. So you grew up in Philly. How was yes. that? It was Were... cool. Was it? <laughs> no. No. I mean, okay. yeah, no, it was fine. It was totally fine. How did, I'm not going to say how did you get started in music, so it's the worst yeah. question ever. No, But please. when did you start recording music? My uncle brought over to my house once an old computer um, that had GarageBand on it. And I was like, this is dope. And then just kind of started playing around with it. And then, yeah, I think that's when I started. And then I think one of the first songs I wrote was was about my now deceased dog. But it was like a super slow burn. Like I was doing like the YouTube cover thing. Like I, I remember my first cover, I got 10,000 views on YouTube, which was like super sick for 14-year-old Ben was of Jesse J's price tag. I feel like at that time, because we're obviously around the same age, like... It was like, oh, well, if Justin Bieber could do it, everyone could do it. So when you got like a little bit of clout, were you like, word, Columbia Records, knock on my door. <laughs> word, Columbia. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it, they never did. But kind of, maybe, I don't know. It was more like, 
I think maybe I was, I genuinely just like only did it because I enjoyed it, maybe. But I was kind of like, did have a chip on my shoulder. When was, like, was cool. the first time your chip on your shoulder was like challenge where you were like, mm, maybe I'm not the shit. Because I know growing <laughs> up in the suburbs, you're like, well, I'm the best here. The Every best. day. Yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> I was so much more self-conscious when I was younger, I think, than I am now. Like, I definitely thought that I was way worse than probably because I was. But um, every day, I am like, everything is a challenge to my ego. Right. <laughs> so I read that you went to college for English. Yes. Why? You beat it? Oh, my God. I, I <laughs> Why? think it was your ones to watch. Interview. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I keep that information on high security clearance. Right. And, and the reason is because everyone's like, why? Um, why? Why, why, why? I wanted to do, I think there were a couple things. Logistically, it was a super flexible major for like being able to do rights and stuff and like yeah. live a life outside of school. I think that was a big part of it. And then I think it was like the only major at my school that was kind of like geared towards songwriting in like a really indirect way and like i enjoyed it the yeah. most um so i was just kind of like fuck it I'm yeah do music anyways so yeah cares? so how did you like find your people in college musically i was like super obsessive about like trying to get in with like every single writer in nashville and like every single person who didn't do country i was like we should write so I literally had like, I was crazy. I had like spreadsheets and spreadsheets of just people and their Instagram accounts and being like, I need to reach out to this person. And I would literally like every week just go down lists and just like slide into DMs. Some of my best friends are from that. Funny enough. It mostly didn't work. But um, but yeah, that was kind of like, that was kind of how I, yeah. Uh, how did you feel people. like protected in those rooms with your own art? It's like, am I giving away this really good line to someone I'm never going to see again? When you're like, yeah collaborating with someone how did you feel about that i think there's always a little bit of that but like i, I sometimes i'll have that thought but then i just kind of i'm like if i'm not gonna give away if i'm like in a session and if i have a great idea and i'm like i'm not gonna write this great idea because it's too good then it's like then i'm just writing a session and then the song, the ceiling is now just good. It's not great. So then I'm yeah. like, because then if I stumble on something great, again, I don't want to be like, yo, I'm only doing good stuff today. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I try not to think about it. But there are definitely some times where I'm like, I have a line and I'm like, I start going down, you know, writing it with someone. And I'm like, I like I in my head, I'm like, I can do this better on my own. Or I have a vision for this that like I see now that is more clear on my own. It's not being greedy. It's doing justice to your work. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. maybe I could do this better by myself. That's a, that is a very eloquently put thought. Yes. Thank you. Um, how, what did you learn from all of those like sessions? Even though you say like most of them didn't work out. Like what yeah. did you still learn? Oh, my God. Um, a lot. I mean, like practically like I learned how to produce and like how to do um like every production stuff like super quick just because like I would get into a lot of sessions from being like a production guy because there weren't I mean there are a lot more now but like a few years ago there weren't like a ton of pop leaning producers so I was like I would get a lot of opportunities just from being that guy so I would be like the producer in rooms and be like I don't know actually how to produce so like I would just have to like figure it out really quickly yeah. Um, so a lot of like, a lot of real production stuff there. Same thing with writing, like just like getting better at writing, um, 
quickly, I think, or like not quickly, but um, more intentionally, like just being more deliberate about like, like if someone sings a great melody being like, okay, that sounds like a hook and that should be a chorus. So I'm going to like write that hook as a chorus and like the production should be, I don't know, just, just thinking more of a song is like a, as like a, a song rather than just like a bunch of words with melody. Um, and then I think like industry wise, just like a lot of the dynamics of like how songwriters interact and collaborate and like how to book sessions and like, just, I don't know. That was just kind of my foray into like how the, how people interact and also just like how prevalent ego is and like this stuff and, um how much i like hated music for that part of it really like yeah i don't know i'm like i sound too jaded sometimes for like how little time i've been doing it yeah i don't know no i understand that bullshit do you feel like it's kind of not to misspeak as a musician but like spotify has got like if you're on this playlist you're cool (laughs) like type of yeah i mean i think all that like i struggle with that all the time because i see I don't know, like any, every week there's a release and it's easy to make it out in your head. Like it's competition. Cause I mean, cause it does feel like you're competing for, you know, if there's 10 spots on new music Friday that are going to independent artists and there are 10,000 independent artists releasing songs that day, that week, like it feels like a competition, but I always remind myself how big of an audience there is outside of, even like within Spotify, but outside of Spotify playlists, like yeah, like they're huge artists that stream crazy well too, that don't have any playlist support and like aren't industry cool or don't have industry hype and like there's a lot of things that are like in quote industry things that are like industry cool but don't actually equate to real life money or success or like yeah what. I think is real like cool. So how yeah. do you feel about the way people find your music? Like like the way they like it or like how they find it? Like do you think people this is such a weird question, but do you think people consume your music in the way you want them to? Not that it's even your question. choice. Um I think so. I think like I think almost. I think like the collection of like songs over time is starting to like build a a bigger a more like complete picture. I think, I think so. Yeah. Maybe. What, <laughs> I what hope so. is that way? And like, what is that? So far, how do you feel your like music makes you out to be? I feel like it makes me out to be like really self-conscious and like really <laughs> self-aware, a little sad, but like not too sad. And say that's, it's pretty on. Pretty I, on. <laughs> I feel like it's pretty honest. To like who I am. I hope so. Yeah. Wait, I forgot to ask this before, but was there any yeah. like really weird sessions in Nashville? Mm-hmm. Like, do you have any I've weird? Had, I've had some weird ones. Um, stories I always you can say tell? this one. Uh, I have some that I can't tell, <laughs> but I have some that I can. Um, one time, <laughs> I'm like having inside <laughs> jokes with myself. <laughs> um, wow. Um, one time, I. I mean, this isn't. This isn't like super absurd like this is a pretty like generic like this this type of session happens but like there are a lot of writers in nashville that are like most writers in nashville you know are working other jobs and like aren't working full-time as writers and artists because it's like 
really hard and there's not a lot of money. But um, I worked with this guy once who like writing was like a hobby, not in like a, like a cool on a songwriter on the side hobby. It was like, was like, he was like a super like businessy, like accountant dude. And like, um, just like had like a songwriting room where he like wrote songs and it was like, he had rhymes on the wall and like chords and like, um, he had like books of like, like he had his hook book, which had like a bunch of ideas. And if they were met for like male or female singers, and if like, like every rhyme had to be color coded and every, um, every concept had to like, there were a certain number of syllables. There were basically like all these rules that were like, that were put into the session that just like made it super like, it's like freaky. It was like, we had to reach a certain number of syllables and like, we had to like rhyme in a certain way. And like, no. we couldn't use too many. It was like, he read a songwriting book and then just like went down the list and thought all the rules. But, um, wait, yeah, it's not I really that good of a story. He was but gonna like murder, murder me. Like that's yeah. scary. Well, funny you say that because not that. Um, well, I was but, like, what? Hold on. Completely different thought. No, <laughs> this isn't me. No, I was going to say, funny you said about earlier, way earlier, about the holding ideas for myself thing because in that session, I like I came in with like three ideas that I thought were great and I didn't know this was like the vibe. So I like started playing them and he was like, oh, wow. And then he like recorded all of them so like he could put them into his hook book or like his chord. Ooh. Maybe it was like his, his, everything had a rhyme. It was like hook book and then chord, what rhymes with chord? Chord? Chord board. Honestly, oh, it might've no. been a chord board. Yeah, that sounds right. And I was like, this is not cool. So I was like, let's not do any of those. And then I wrote deliberately like the worst song I've probably ever <laughs> written and like just got out of there as quick as possible. Oh my um, God. Did he but have that fun? happens. I'm sure. I'm sure you'd blast. I mean, that's like, I don't know. I feel bad telling that story, like making fun of him because like, I don't know, he really enjoys songwriting and like, who am I to like shit on someone for, for that? But it was more that I didn't know what I was getting into, I guess. Yeah. Um, but anyhow. I have to ask past. your sign. I have to ask your sign. Uh, cancer. No, I don't know. Oh, fuck. I was going to Oh, wait, guess you were going to guess? Yeah, I was going to guess it. I wasn't gonna. I'm not gonna lie and pretend. But cancer was my second guess. But I was gonna guess it towards. Really? Um, yeah. It's so funny because I actually like, I have no idea what the significance, the astrological significance of being a cancer is. Like what? You're really sensitive. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shit. Well, that checks and out. <laughs> and a little bit competitive and kind of hard to get through. But once you do, like. Do you it's know like, all of these? Like off the top yes. of your head? Yeah. That's absurd. Yeah. That's crazy. No, I mean, I mean, it's no, I don't mean like in a, in like a creep. I just mean like, that's impressive. Absurd. Thank <laughs> you. I mean, it's similar as religion. Yeah. Like I guess. know a lot about religion. Yeah. Okay. You know, I and see it's, it. I've, I've known a lot about astrology since I was like 11. Cause it was really? like birthdays have like a very huge significant. I'm okay. But I'm a third generation birthday. So I, I was born on August 10th. My father was born on August 10th and his father was born on August 10th. Um, I've never heard of generational birthdays. That's crazy. Yeah. If my kid's born on August 10th, it they're not. 
they're, he's like it's, they're yeah. not they're command z <laughs> i do child yeah um so okay. yeah i know a lot about astrological signs to try to figure out my why uh, yeah the why yeah <laughs> why? why moving on um am i supposed to be like reciprocating these questions because like if this no. was like a conversation no i just mean like we're having a conversation clearly but also right. like if this was like a not recorded conversation, I would probably return the question. Yeah, but as like a politeness. human thing. I mean, maybe. There's no room for that here. There's no room for that here. Yeah, okay. no, this is just, just purely just out of genuine interest. You can ask a question, okay, but so... like this is definitely about you. Okay. But well, I how is your quarantine? I... <laughs> um, really. <laughs> It's fine. I moved into my first apartment in my favorite neighborhood and I can't do anything um, because nothing's open. So now I'm just stuck in a room and it's weird to have something really good that you can't share with people. That's how my quarantine You've answered that question before. Yeah. I mean, I get interviewed too. So (laughs) definitely, (laughs) definitely have answered that question. But I mean, I've been working on my album. So sick. Yeah. I need to hear some of it then. Yeah. I mean, yeah, me too. That's <laughs> how too. I feel. But anyway, so in quarantine, you released a song that I might be wrong, but it was on the radio. Yes. Was it? I yeah. Think, okay. Um, I was, I, um, I was in the car and I heard it and I was, uh, I knew, well, so here's the thing. It's not as cool of a story as it seems because it's like, anytime you see like any of these people being like myself included, um, being like, oh my God, I was on the radio. It's like most of like, at least if it's like, it was on Sirius. So like, if it's on like programmed radio, like, like that, it's like pretty, you, you like kind of know it's coming. Okay. And also if you're not in, like, they'll tell you like what times, whatever, but like, it's not that, it's not whatever. But also like, I feel like unless it's in like rotation, rotation, yeah. like you have an idea, like you have an idea unless I'm completely wrong, which I could be, but, um, but yeah, it was cool. It was very cool. Well, that's, I like how like Frank you're being about it. I do feel like there's so much of music that's like played up for Instagram videos and stuff. And like, I fucking made that post. So I'm totally guilty of it. But like, I feel like that's also the same bullshit that like is what makes like the playlist thing like toxic. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I completely agree. I am totally playing into it, but fuck it. Yeah. At least I'm a self-aware fuck up, right? I, I mean, I really appreciate that. Like, okay. definitely appreciate that point of view. <laughs> and I'm glad you're, like, super aware of it. But also, like, you're a young musician. You want a career. Like, I do want a career. Who can fucking blame you for playing into it? You I know? hope no one. Now that leads me to my next question. How? What's your relationship with Instagram like? You're asking such, like, I feel attacked because all these questions are, like, things that I'm, like, thinking. Well, Instagram, pretty, like, pretty broad thing. But I've been thinking a lot about Instagram recently. You have? Relationship with it. Yeah. And I never have before. I've, I've, I was always, like, eh, like, social media. Eh. But now yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, falling into the, 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 like, the numbers rabbit hole and, like, comparing yeah. likes and things. And I'm, like... I'm like, I can't stop. I'm like deep in it. I need to, I need a cleanse. I've been getting better at not like using it unless I'm like posting stories and stuff. But also it's how I get so much of my like information. So now I'm like actively substituting 
pieces of culture from Instagram with like other things so I can like consume more healthily I guess I don't like know. what like I'm not like if all my music news is coming like if all my news about my favorite artist is coming from Instagram it's like I'm actually subscribing to newsletters I'm being like an adult and like right. signing up for like things that like will actually give me information without having to scroll past like a bunch of like yeah. thirst traps you know yeah but uh I feel that I mean I've also felt like where I'm like I I don't feel as bad about being on it so much because I know I am it is important to stay up to date with yeah. like what's in and stuff like that but I almost hate how much I know yeah I'm like, I really wish you didn't go to your cousin's graduation party yesterday, but I can't forget it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like one of those things where I'm like, my, I could be so much smarter if I just didn't know TikTok dances. Do you know That's what I mean? Like, what could, what could be replaced in my brain? Although, like, not to shit on TikTok. I fucking love TikTok. Yes. I will you know, go to the like ends of the earth for TikTok. Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's a it's a double edged sword, but I guess everything is. Yeah. Why do you feel differently about TikTok? Um TikTok, well, okay. I also have a very like I love TikTok as like a not musician, but as a musician, I'm like I'm so um I'm not frustrated with TikTok because I haven't gotten vir like gone viral at all, but I'm also I'm just like I'm just confused by TikTok because, like, like I just can't – I don't know. You hate what you don't understand, and, like, I just cannot understand the life of me how to, like, communicate in TikTok form and, like, do it well. Um, so, yeah, that bothers me. But, like, I love watching it. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, I like, I know every everyone and their fucking – brother and their second cousin has gone viral on tiktok now yeah and i'm like um oh. you haven't gone viral once no i did i had one video that got like a hundred thousand views and i thought it was like cool that is viral no it's not not tiktok viral tiktok viral is tiktok viral is like we're talking like mill we're talking i disagree we're talking I totally to milli disagree okay you have one viral tiktok if it's like above I feel like 10k. No. Okay, maybe. Anyhow. Yeah. Well, that means it it got on a lot of people's for you pages. Yeah. Once. If you don't have 10k. Right. Exactly. Right. You know. So that's true. And it was great. Like it helped like it was for that song false start and like it actually did it translated. But now like the reason why it bothers me, it doesn't bother me. It's like cuz I see how powerful it can be because like there are certain artists that are like, you know, at my stage or whatever and it's like whereas before tiktok it was like i was like pretty comfortable with like where numbers were in things it's like everyone's numbers now are like hella inflated and not inflated yeah. like they're genuine fans and like people are able to find fans really fast and i'm not saying that i'm not bitter about it because like it could be me next week like it could be me tomorrow yeah. but yeah. like it's exciting but for the same reasons that i'm just like Ah, it's like happening for so many people right now and like yeah you know everyone could use like a little boost so i agree i totally agree 
Um, I feel that literally with my own TikToks, and it's like the shit you don't want to go viral. Have you gone viral on talk? Are you like? I are have. you? You've been hiding this one. from me. I knew it. It's not. It's I not a million it. though. It was like it was like four hundred k. I knew it. You just. <laughs> you, oh. <laughs> you were just holding it from me. Because you no, knew, no. I knew it. Well, you don't consider that viral, apparently. Well, no. Well, now, okay, that was that's, that's four times more viral than I've ever been. Okay. Well, well, I mean, it seems viral because the rest what, of my wait, are like what was 100. the video? It was literally while we were my roommates and I were pulling an all nighter. Okay. And like, my friend was like, like just doing our finals. Okay. Um, and my friend was like. Um, it was on my TikTok, but like it wasn't my idea. It was just my idea to be like, we should put this in a TikTok, and it'll definitely go viral. Um, and it, my friend was like, "Positions by Iron and Grande sounds just like the Me song," and so we made a remix <laughs> instead of like doing our homework. That's pretty um, funny. I feel like I may have it, seen it. <laughs> really? Maybe. That's like the funniest response. Wait, like, is... that's not viral. It's like wait, <laughs> wait, wait. What's it. your TikTok? Am I allowed? to? No, but I can dance though. That's a crazy TikTok name too. I was like, wow. Like I make TikToks and like I try to look kind of nice for them, and we all look rough as fuck. Like, <laughs> and we were just like, why not do this? And like, I think about it now, and I'm like, four hundred thousand people saw me looking for the first time. They saw me for the first time looking hella rough like hella that's rough. so embarrassing but it's fine you know it's, it's fine everyone forgets it five seconds after they see it that's so. true that is super um, true except yeah. i may have remembered it yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe tiktok numbers don't really translate to instagram i feel like i don't know maybe really i don't know i literally i don't am know. i anxious by talking about social media so much because i'm feeling it i wow I'm not no okay I well now I feel like you're like you're putting me on the spot, but no, I'm not. But I also like I I I'm telling you like I've been so like I've probably thought about this stuff today for like three hours. Like this yeah. morning, I was like, all I was thinking about like for the first three hours of my day was this. It's like that's why it's so bizarre that we're like talking. Well, I guess it's also pretty. It's not like an absurd conversation to have. It's like it's pretty like relevant. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I've just been thinking a lot about how much I like hate it. As much as I hate it, it's also my like. That's like, that's a metric that I use to understand the world. Maybe it's just Maybe like it's just not knowing. Like it's so cool not to know things. I know that's what I was talking. Like, about. dude, yeah. I genuinely don't know how much a car costs, <laughs> LOL. and I don't think I want to. I mean, can I tell you? <laughs> no, like, like no. Don't. What kind of car are it we could- talking? Like I literally don't know. Like okay, like, so like could be five thousand, could be eighty thousand. I don't know. I mean, both of those answers that, are like, right. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea, but I don't fucking care. It's a privilege not to know things. I think it is a privilege. No. Totally. Like I wish I knew. I wish I knew more about most things, but less about a lot of things. What do you wish you knew more about? Uh, like everything. Like I mean, oh, all on. the no. I just mean like. As, a big um, thing that I'm always like trying to fill the gap on is like my knowledge of artists that I'm like really inspired by and like trying to understand, like trying, it's not knowledge. It's more like 
it's not knowledge in the sense that like you hear it and you know it it's more like the context of it it's like i wish that i could understand music and like the context that it was made in and like you have to like really like put yourself in a different time to like really understand that it takes time and like energy and like you have to imagine what it would be like to listen to that kind of stuff whenever that music was made so that's like a kind of knowledge that i'm just like that's like i think that's like a really hard type of knowledge to like get because you don't read it you know what i mean do you get what yeah. i'm saying does this make sense i, I feel, really do i feel like it, it may not have made sense no 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 that made a lot of sense and i it, i'm surprised i haven't thought about that before yeah um because it's weird where you read not for information but for an essence of history yeah that's a good thought what album are you thinking of in particular when you do um, say that? i mean nothing i mean late like this week for me it was like daft punk just because it's like i always listen to like like random access memories is like a big album for me but like i never went like deep into their just wow their discography um so yeah, just figuring out like what came out when and what else was happening then and like like it's more than like I thought for a long time that it like the the remedy was like listening to an album and then just like feeling a certain way about it, but like I feel like that's only like a quarter of the picture sometimes. Like Yeah. Like I cuz you listen cuz the other thing is like I'd listen to a lot of like you know, you can listen to like a lot of old Daft Punk shit and be like that's not actually that cool. But, like, when you consider that, like, the way that they were sampling something was, like, incredibly unique at the time. And, like, the equipment they were using was, like, completely different than, like, the shit that we have now. Like, you can't just throw in a sample into, like, Ableton and just, like, copy and paste and just have your, your loop. Like, that's the stuff that makes it more interesting, I think. And I just, like, that stuff takes time, though. It's not like you can just listen to it and just be like, oh, like unless you're quest love, like you don't know that stuff. And yeah. Like, so it takes time and I haven't figured, like, I don't have a remedy for it. I just like spend more time listening to stuff now, I guess. Yeah. But I'm going to definitely use that as a don't. Point. It's an awful way. It'll make you fucking crazy. Cause you realize Why? cause you, there's, it's impossible. Like that's the other thing. It's impossible. Like, like it is impossible to like push, like to embed your, like, I mean, it's not impossible. It just takes a lot of time and like, yeah. way, like an embarrassing amount of time, I think. But yeah, I don't know. This is the first time I'm verbalizing this too, like lately. So I feel like it's also validating. It makes me feel less absurd now that no, I know it's how absurd, absurd it actually is. Yeah. And I think people try to do that, like without really putting words to it. Like I recently tried doing that with the Bee Gees. Yeah. Because um, I grew up listening to the Bee Gees, but I was like, oh, it's disco. That's yeah. it. You know? And right. I didn't understand the full discography. And when they shifted to disco, like, how that changed culture and, you know, and I watched, like, the documentary and I was yeah. like... I have to felt... watch that. You're, like, the third person bringing that up this week. How excited are you for your EP? I'm, I'm excited. Um, I just, I'm, like... I feel like all my my music brain like the music that I have out is like backlogged. So I mean that's how it is. It's like, you know, you can't like it can't be in real time. So um I just like I'm excited to just have stuff that like I think is like 
better than my last stuff. Um, but I also think the stuff that I'm working on now is better than this stuff. So I'm excited to like, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know how artists do this stuff, like release projects and then like, no, while they have albums and like people who are sitting on like two albums at once, it's like ridiculous. I don't know yeah. how people do that shit, but yes, long story short, I'm very excited. Yeah. What would you say the concept of it is if there is any? Um, there's not like a, there's not a concept, um, like a narrative concept, like front to back, but, um, it's all kind of borrowed from like the cruise control concept, which is this idea of like, it's like very generally about like, you know, being in like this limbo state and like being really like self-reflective and trying to figure out like identity and like yourself and all that fun stuff um yeah and yeah i think it was like it's all the theme is very much inspired just by graduating school in the middle of the pandemic and like being in pursuit of uh, something that's already very i guess uncertain yeah so um also tell me about i read about this vyb what is it so vibe when i was like before i started releasing music i was like super anxious because i was like i'm graduating college next year and i was like i need to like like i know i'm going to do music and stuff but like i want to graduate and have some sort of like like some sort of like first step towards what mm. i want to do so i started i was like what if i just start like I like, I was like super into like marketing and digital stuff at the time. So I was like, I was like, what if I just like start before my music is ready, like start like doing like artist services stuff for other artists. So like I only released one of my friend's projects through it as like a label services kind of thing. So it was like, I just helped him, you know, like pitch the blogs and stuff. And like, it was also just kind of my foray into like the playlisting world and how all that stuff works. And then I also like, I did that and I was like, wow, this is totally not like what I'm supposed to do. And then I also released yeah. my own music and I was like, this is just not that. But I was like, I like the aesthetic of it. I always wanted to have like my own brand, like my yeah. own thing. Like my dream one day is to have like my own label and like to have my own like studio compound. Um, compound? I think so. I, it was always like a studio just like for me, but now that like I'm verbalizing, um, let's just call it a compound. Okay. And, uh, so yeah, so that's just kind of like, it's, it hasn't, uh, hasn't really taken shape quite yet, but I'm, uh, keeping it in my back pocket for a rainy day. It's exciting because it's not anything, but it's everything because it's nothing. Right. <laughs> I noticed through your videos, which I obviously really appreciate because I'm like a film nerd, but you do ha have a very consistent, unique aesthetic. Cool. Um, and it's, it's different than a lot of the music videos that are coming out. Yeah. There's more effort. There's obviously more um, visual effects and, yeah. and thought. Um, and I really love that. How how much does the visuals of your music matter and how much does it really match how you feel when you're writing? Um, it's like, I want to, it's really important to me. And I'm like, um, I do like graphic design stuff 
so I'm like, I'm, it's like very much a part of like my thing, but I'm, I'm still trying to figure out like what the video side of it looks like. Um, but yeah, every video that I've done was with, um, except for cruise control was with this guy in Nashville, Luke Harvey. Um, and yeah, I mean, like we just, we work really well together cause like his natural aesthetic is kind of my natural aesthetic. And it's like, um, his whole thing is, is the same version of my thing in film form. It's like, like making stuff that's like really intelligible and like, like easy to connect with and like very human, but also just like, you know, um, kind of distressed and like very, I, I just human, I guess. I don't know. Like, it's not like all of the concepts there were nothing's ever been like scripted. We never did a, like, it was always just like, we just kind of filmed and then like put the shit together. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, distress is really human. I would say. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I said that more in like a, I guess emotional, like lyrically, there's some of that in, in what I'm doing, but I also just meant like all my sounds will just fucking destroy my sounds just to make them sound, you know, broken. Um, yeah. But yeah. So I'm glad that it at least feels consistent. Well, I'm really excited for you. When is Thank your, you. I'm going to pretend I don't know when your EP is coming out. Uh, so when is it coming out? March 18th. March 18th. Okay. And can you give me one sentence about it? Um, you know, it's crazy. I was, no. Um, I mean, I can, but I, but <laughs> I will. You can also just say no. <laughs> no, I was kidding. You look so taken up. <laughs> um, no, but I was listening to uh, the John Mayer Hot Ones interview from like three years ago or whatever. Oh, that one is so good. It's I love so it. good. I've seen it all. But like the last sentence, um, it was, the question was like, what's like one sentence about your like Grateful Dead tour or whatever. And he's like, he had the most eloquent, like perfectly worded, perfectly timed, exact opposite of what I'm doing right now thing. And it was so inspiring. Um, so I'm going to try to say something. Oh, I thought you were just going to be like, so watch. No, I think I made <laughs> well, that one. Well, now you ruined my bit, but my bit was going to be, if you want to see a really great example of someone just really <laughs> distilling down the essence of their being in one sentence. Look at John Mayer Hot Ones interview. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's great. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thanks for having me. This is fun. This I don't think I've done fun. a podcast before. Oh my God, really? Oh, I, I have so many people's first podcasts. You're I just taking that. everyone's podcast virginity. <laughs> yeah, You're out here right. just being like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.